queendom. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 41 of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Emily. And I'm your co-host, Charity. Charity and I have a loaded show for you this evening. A tease is back, ladies and gentlemen. Big comeback from a tease this week. We're going to give you our thoughts, a full review. We're also talking about solo artist Wanho from Monsta X. His second mini album dropped last week and very very a younger group they just dropped two songs yesterday so we're going to go ahead and give our opinions on them we've never discussed them on the podcast plus we have our thoughts on wave vision a huge spotify issue that's blowing up in the k-pop world we've got some news for you song of the week a fun quiz We've got a lot going on tonight, but first, Charity, how are you? How's your week going? I'm good. I have been dying for this Atiyah's comeback. Everyone knows how much we love them, so it's so, always so exciting when we get to review a group that we really, really love. So I've been very mm-hmm. excited about that this week. I know. I can't wait to talk about it. How are you? <laughs> good, good, good. I can't wait to talk about this Atiyah's comeback. I have so many thoughts. There's just so much going on, you know, and- Took me a while, but I feel like I have a theory on their storyline. Okay. So can't wait to get into that. And then Wanho, there's so much going on there too. It's exciting. I love yeah. when our favorites release around the same time. Like last week, that was so exciting. Yeah, this is going to be a great episode. Welcome to everyone listening for the first time. Welcome to our loyal listeners. If you don't follow us on social media, please go ahead and give us a follow. Instagram especially Twitter. We're pretty active. NYC K-pop Queens. Give us a follow. We'll follow you back. We want to be friends. We want to create this K-pop community. We're so grateful for our queendom. A lot of times like things come up during the show and we wonder what your opinion. Sometimes Charity and I disagree. Sometimes we have a really strong stance and wonder, are we off here or does the queendom agree with us? So Last week, we had a few things come up, and we wanted your opinion on them. We talked about GOT7 and Encore. We were shocked that they released that. And we gave the opinion that we didn't think they would release new music until next year. This year, they're all going to focus on solo things. We've been keeping you kind of up to date with all of their different projects. And we wondered what you thought, like, because we were wrong last week. We had egg on our face. We were both like, whoa, we did not see this encore song coming. Mm -hmm. But I think we both agreed, right, that like this still felt like a kind of goodbye for now type of song and music video. Yeah, to me, it felt like a reassurance of we're still together. We're giving you this to show that we're still together. So you have faith that we'll be back. But I mean, Mark went back to L.A. unless they all record separately, which I feel like would kind of not be the vibe they usually do. I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to stick with it and say the rest of 2021, it's solo activities and some other things, maybe in the fourth quarter, maybe. Yeah. If it happened, I think it would be fourth quarter. So we asked you, our queendom, what you thought, and 67% responded that they think they'll release a new album. And 33% said no, not in 2021. So the Queendom's calling us out, Charity. They think we're wrong and that GOT7 will release a new album in 2021. We shall see. I hope you're right. I know. Yeah. For sure. I hope we're wrong. For sure. That would be amazing. Would love to see it. So that'll be interesting. You know we'll talk about it and review it if they do. (laughs) 
Okay, our next poll question. So last week, we reviewed Shiny. It was a really fun episode. We both love Shiny. Amazing comeback from them. But I, in particular, hated the styling for the Don't Call Me music video. I hated it. And I will die with that. Like, I really think it's awful. I thought visually they could have done something different. It still could have been like, tough and hardcore and impactful, but the styling they did, I really did not like. So we asked you <laughs> if you hated or loved shiny styling in the Don't Call Me video. Ugh, Queendom, come on. <laughs> really? 83% of you thought that that looked good? You thought those were good outfits? Come I'm on. I'm telling you, it's the bandana, Emily. The bandana. Oh, for goodness <laughs> sakes. My charity. <laughs> those outfits were horrible. I'm sorry. I don't know what you guys are looking at. Like there's certain taste, like when we had our itsy disagreement <laughs> where you really liked Rujin's styling and I did not like yeah. it. Fine. That one I could maybe see. Like these were just bad. This was just bad. You can love shiny and say these outfits are horrible. Who style them? It doesn't mean you don't like them. It doesn't mean you're not supporting their comeback. No. I think you all just... Just because you love shiny, you voted that you liked those outfits. There's no other reason. Oh, <laughs> it was rough. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. It was bad. So 83% of you loved it. 17% of you clearly have perfect vision and saw what I saw. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you to the 17% of you. I'm just kidding, though. Thank you guys so much for voting. There's no right or wrong answer. Technically. <laughs> Uh, I think there is a right answer here, but whatever. Uh, no, we appreciate you so much. Thank you for voting. Again, if you're not following us on social media, NYC K-pop Queens, we do polls every week. Get involved. Let us know your answer. It's anonymous, of course. Unless you don't want it to be. If you want to tell me, no, Emily, those are the best outfits I've ever seen. Go for it. No shade. We appreciate it. Speaking of our queendom, that's how we affectionately refer to our listeners, our family, our community. Let's give a shout out to all of our listeners from around the world. I know we say this a lot, we're broken records, but we're super humbled and grateful for your support. It's really, really cool and exciting for us to see that people are listening from all over the world every week. So shout out to our queendom in Hungary, Peru, Australia, South Africa, Puerto Rico, Honolulu, Oklahoma City, Syracuse, New York. Thank you all so, so much for listening. We're happy to have you. Please come back, tell your friends, and let us know. Let us know if you disagree with us. Let us know if there's a comeback coming up that we may not be aware of and you want us to review it. We appreciate all sorts of feedback. So give us a follow, slide into our DMs. We're here to be friends. Is there anything else, Charity? Now I'm ready to get into it. Oh, real quick. I just want to give a special shout out. Sorry. <laughs> a special shout out to my mom and dad. This is really cheesy, but they watched BTS Unplugged when I was watching it. And they're huge fans. And it's just so endearing and adorable to me that my parents are into K-pop because I'm into K-pop. And they listen to the podcast and watch and text me that, you know, they loved BTS and thought that was really impressive I appreciate that so, so much. I'm grown. I don't live with my parents. So it's really, really cool that you guys are listening and supporting. And 
they're the ones that introduced me to music. They're both very passionate about music. So I shouldn't be surprised. They have stellar taste, but I'm very excited. I think it's fair to say my parents are definitely army at this point. So. <laughs> I love your parents. <laughs> they're, they're so dope. So shout out to my parents. My mom's bias is Tay for sure. She kept me like, now who's that one? <laughs> but, wait, that's the one I like, right? Like it was oh, so I love cute. it. <laughs> so yeah, shout out to my parents. Thank you so much for supporting us. K-pop is for all ages. We have an amazing group of listeners in this community that are all different ages. It's very cool. All right, Charity. Sorry, I just had to torture you a little longer before we could talk about a tease. Yes, yes, yes. A tease, a tease, a tease. Okay, a tease is back. The album is called Zero Fever Part 2. We reviewed Zero Fever Part 1 on this podcast last year. Part 2 is here. The single is called Fireworks. I'm the one. New music video, whole thing. Let's talk about it, Charity. What are your thoughts on the song? I loved it. Shocker. <laughs> they always give us such good, high-energy, intense songs. When I hear a tease is releasing something, I really don't have any fear that I will dislike it. Because knock on wood, that has not happened. Oh, I loved it. Even though it's not this new era that K-pop's going to, like the solid gold, synthy kind of thing, I liked it. I thought it was high energy. I liked that it was like an EDM kind of dance song. I loved the video. Loved, okay. loved, loved the video. I kind of think it's cool that all these artists are doing these apocalyptic-y, is that a word, kind of music videos because I feel like what we've all been through, is, and we've talked about this on the podcast, more so when we talked about Jackson's video, mm -hmm. his last video, is I feel like when the pandemic started happening, that's just how we envisioned the world turning into. So. Mm -hmm. The fact that, you know, life imitating art and art imitating life is kind of happening now, even though it didn't really happen, is what we thought was going to happen. I'm rambling, but do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I totally know what you mean. I totally yeah. know what you mean. I think in this case, it went with their storyline. Yes. But yeah, no, I totally know what you mean. It's like, maybe we're coming out of this and it's like this post-apocalyptic setting. Yeah. Okay, here's my thoughts on the song. I didn't love the opening. The first couple lines didn't grab me. I think they're mm. overproduced. I don't love the super affected vocals. <sighs> K-pop has started using that more and more and more. Mm -hmm. And I don't love it. It's not my vibe. I think you can use it sparingly and in certain parts and it can be really effective. But I don't like it when it's used so much. So when it started, I thought, oh no. But then San comes in on his part is so cool. And when he came in, that's when the song really started going for me. And I thought, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in. I like this. And then it just took off. And I thought it was great. It's very catchy. Music video is definitely typical, <laughs> a tease. All right, dark. Oh, I love the choreography. Like, I think the choreography is really great in this one. But yeah, it's dark. It's that post-apocalyptic setting and it's dark. There's a lot going on with them. And I kept thinking, okay, this is a continuation of the storyline. What is happening? Are they good at tease or is this hollow at tease? So I'll get into that for in a second, but I want to give a shout out. I think Wu Young 
I'm just going to say this. Clearly, my opinions aren't the popular ones. So people <laughs> probably disagree with me on this. But I honestly think Will Young's the best dancer in that group. When he's center, it's so, so good. I thought he kind of stole focus a lot during Kingdom mm-hmm. in their choreography. And in this song, he does the same with me. I want him to be center. I think he brings such energy and such a vibe when he's center and dancing. I love it. I thought he was fantastic. Song was great undercut. That is the oh, look. yeah. I love it. I love it so much. I think it's a great look. So I just had to say that. There's some interesting looks. There's some I like more than others with this comeback. But that great undercut is fabulous. And HJ, when HJ's undercut is pushed back and it looks blonde, that looks great when it's kind of, you know, slicked back. When it's down and it's like a bowl cut, I don't think that's the best look for him. He definitely jumped out at me a lot in this video. I don't usually get drawn to him so much, but in this video specifically, I kept looking at him a lot. Just let him have that hair. They are sabotaging him. I know. These sabotage. They are out for blood <laughs> with some of these other idols. Seriously, let uh, him have his forehead showing yeah. all the time, and it would be a different world. But no, they're like, we're going to give you the dorkiest haircut ever <laughs> all the time. Like, I feel like they sabotage uh, him so much. Thank goodness, not in this music video. He looked fantastic. Yeah, he looked amazing. He looked so good. Okay, so here's my theory. So, for anyone out there listening, A tease has been telling a ridiculously awesome story for a while now. There's a lot going on. There's good and bad versions of a tease. There's different universes. Mm -hmm. There's a lot happening and it's really interesting and cool. So when the video came out, I immediately started going, okay, what's going on? What's going on? This is my theory and I'm probably really far off, but I think I was trying to figure out if they're the good a tease or the holiday tease. And I think this is the good tease and they're in really? this bad universe. Yeah, they're in a bad universe. They got yeah. transferred into a bad universe. And that's why you see like Sungwa with a gun. And if you listen to the lyrics throughout the album, mm-hmm. to me, that's the story they're telling. That they're in this bad place because of something that happened. And I think it's because of what happened with Mingy when they got in that fight in the warehouse and then mm-hmm. he like disappears. So they're in this bad place because of that. And they have to like fight their way out. No, that's a good theory. Yeah, I can see that. Because they're all together in like survival mode. Yes. Mingy's voice comes out of the radio. Yes. <laughs> they're dancing in front of the fire. It doesn't seem like they're kind of being evil people. So I can see no, that theory for but, sure. But, and they're kind of being ballsy. Like the whole song's like, don't put the fire out. Like they want it to burn. They want it to explode. Yeah. And there's a lyric that says, like, when the whole town is on fire, we come together. And there's so much of this, like, don't do it. Like, let's go. It seems like getting ready for a fight. Even that really sexy, cool choreography where San is center, that reminds me of when you watch people that are getting ready for a fight. There's a certain head nod. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? There's a head nod. When he was, uh, there's one part in the video zooms in on him and he almost like cracks his neck like he's about to fight do you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah Yeah. I oh my god when you just said that I just remember that part of the video because I was like oh who is he fighting right now there's that certain (laughs) vibe that they're bringing in that choreography it's not like they're not over there throwing punches it's that calm like internal rage of when you're ready to really flip out yeah that's the scariest have any anyone's ever been in a fight or seen fights it's not when people are like 
talking crap to each other and yelling and doing big movements. It's the person that's not doing a lot and kind of nodding their head and pacing a little bit that's about to pop off. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, right? And I feel like yeah, that's, that's a good theory because I remember that in the video thinking, who is he going to fight with that? Like the way he cracked his neck and like turned his head. I was like, what? Girl, right? I was just like, okay, so they're getting ready for a fight. They're in this bad universe. They have to like prepare. They're going to go fight. They have no other choice. They're stuck. So either die or like band together. That's a good theory. Yeah, that's a good one. Because at first I thought it was Hala, but now you're saying that. That does sound right. That sounds like the video. And they've all had like, you know, there's a lot of turmoil and drama within the group. Like they had all these issues and now they're saying, no, we have to band together to get out of here and get back to like the good universe. Yeah. So that's my theory. I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but I was reading through all the lyrics and I was like, okay. No, I that's think a good theory. And then the music video, I watched it again after like more and more. And I was like, okay, yeah. I feel, even if I'm wrong, I feel like I'm happy you agreed that it, like it's at least plausible that this could be what's happening here in the Atiz universe. We'll see what happens. But yeah, no, I liked it. I think it's like you said, this is a tease. You know, they're coming with fire. They come with something very different. So intense. Intense, sometimes really scary. Yeah. Like San's going to hate you. Like things are- <laughs> And I believe it. There's a few of them in that group that I believe are scary. Um, <laughs> and there's a darkness and a really theatrical like element to them. I think they're very different. And I want to say like, there's a natural comparison with Stray Kids because they're both fourth generation, very Mm -hmm. successful, very passionate fan bases. I don't think that's bad. I think it's natural to compare the two. I understand why there can be fan wars and you're either at Tani or Stay. There's room for both, you guys. There's definitely room for both because they're really different. They're not doing what Stray Kids does. No, it's different. Yeah. Stray Kids isn't doing what Tease does. They're completely different groups with different strengths and a totally different vibe. Yeah. I think there's so much room for everyone to love both groups. Like, I adore both groups. If you put out good music, you put out good music. So I just want to put that out there. I think you can have a preference. Like, yeah, this vibe's maybe more me, but... They're so different that like there doesn't have to always be this fourth generation battle. There's room for both. Okay, let's talk about the rest of the album. I kind of want to break down all the songs, favorites. Give me your thoughts. I loved Take Me Home, the Korean and the English version. Thought it was dark, sexy synth. And that saxophone at the ending. Oh my gosh. Oh. I'm You're gonna give me a sax solo. Thank you. You are gonna give us a saxophone solo. I was not expecting that. No. I will tell you. Take me home. That's one of my favorite songs. I honestly, this could be controversial, but I honestly thought that maybe should have been the single. I understand what the storyline was. Me too. Right. Like to me, when I listen to the album, you know, first listen, you just are kind of open mind listening. And I thought this is the standout song by far. And then they have an English version of it. And I'm like, wait a minute, why was this not the single? This to me is the song. It's like, it sounds happy, but the lyrics are Mm -hmm. about desperately wanting to escape the gray city. Take me home. I'll escape this place and go into my dream. It's like the beds and the dream and inception. They want out of this like horrible universe where they're having to fight for their lives. But then they say, when we share our dreams, 
feel each other smile, we go back to that place. So it's more of like, you guys, we have to come together out of this bad universe. The song itself, take out the lyrics in the universe. It's just a good song. It's infectious chorus. I thought Sungwa and John Ho sound so good on that chorus. I agreed with you. I thought that should have been the single. It's my favorite song on the whole album. Yeah. Same. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. It's funny because I feel like a lot of times we have different kind of stand-up songs. Yeah. And then every once in a while, it's so clear that we're both like this. Like, this is the song. Like, Take Me Home is the song. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was far and away the best song on the album. I liked I'm the One, which is basically like fireworks, right? Because fireworks, I'm the One is the single and yeah. this one was like a remix. Was that what it was? Oh, like the remix at the end. Yeah. It's yeah, just a, yeah. a remix of Fireworks on the One. Yeah, I like that one. Celebrate, I really liked. I think they put that out at the end of last year for Aitani for like Aitani's birthday or something. I just thought it was like mm-hmm. really pretty. And I love the gospel church kind of organ sound that was in it, which again was kind of different. I wasn't expecting that. But yeah, those were my standouts on the album. But hands down, take me home. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Yeah, Take Me Home is my favorite song on the album by far. I also loved the second song, Leaders. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It fits so well with what I feel like was going on in the storyline and who they are. Wu Young comes in with that aggressive whisper in the pre-chorus that is so sexy and cool and intense. Mm-hmm. Like, it's intense. This is a tease being intense. And this is them literally saying they're going to war and they're number one and they're the leaders. Very aggressive. I was like, okay, I hear you. Okay, (laughs) like that's fine. Again, I had some comparisons to Stray Kids world domination. It just feels like a war. And I was like, all right. Luckily, they're not battling each other. Atiz is battling Hala Atiz in the evil universe right now. But in that song, they have lyrics about Mingy's lyrics were his attempt to change, like change the city and this was his fault or something. Mm -hmm. So it felt like maybe they're searching for me because he disappeared after the fight in the warehouse. I felt like the song kind of gave me more clues for my storyline, but I just liked it. I like the darkness of that whispering, menacing pre-chorus love. He's not in the video, but his voice comes out of the radio. So maybe it's his way of communicating with them to try to get them out. Totally. He's lost. Yeah. Yeah. He's already probably in a different universe. And he's Mm -hmm. like, this is my phone. My friends are like in hell. And I think it works so well for his absence right now. Oh, for sure. For those of you who don't know, Mingy is absent from the group. He's been absent for a few months for anxiety. So he did record this whole album with them. They must have recorded it months and months ago. So you hear him, which is great. He's on every song. I mean, his presence is there. He just isn't in the music video. And they worked it in perfectly by having them listening to the radio, hearing his voice. And it works with the storyline that I think they've had in mind this whole time. So really smart, really cool. But I liked the whole album, honestly. Like, I liked it, obviously, Take Me Home. Love it. There's a lot of good songs. And Celebrate, I agree with you. It's just a nice song. I like the whole thing about, like, Celebrate being born as you. Like we congratulate you being you is enough. Awesome message. Fun song. I really like the album. I think it's a great effort from them. I thought it was really good. I thought it was a good follow-up to the first one. And I thought 
that listening to both back to back, it works together. Which is like, what an accomplishment in mm-hmm. and of itself, because a lot of times groups don't do that. Even when nope. they do have this technical yeah. situation, it doesn't seamlessly. That brings up an interesting question though, Charity. If you had to choose which Fever album do you like more? One. The first one. Or two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't even let me finish the question. She was like, the first one. Hello. The first one. No, um, I like this one, but the first one to me was just, oh my gosh, Inception. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, it's tough to compete with. I completely, completely agree with you. I think this is a good album. I think the first one, I mean, it was in my top five albums of 2021. Yeah, it was amazing. I thought the first one, just the start, it starts with that Dear Diary where the child is telling the story and it goes into fever and thanks, Inception, good little boy, one day at a time. Like that album to me is hard to beat. I think this one's very good though. This isn't bad. This was a great follow-up. The only thing I would do different, let's switch out, take me home and fireworks, I'm the one. Yeah. And I get it. They wanted to do this powerful, a tease type single. I understand and I understand for the storyline, but the best song on the album is Take Me Home. So put that out there. I'd love to see choreography for that one. I also thought we didn't mention Time of Love. That's a great song. I think the beginning is a little awkward. We don't need the talking part. It just felt a little bit cheesy to me with HJ kind of saying like, let's love each other or whatever he says. Sorry, I don't. (laughs) But do you know the part I mean? It was a little bit like, yeah, we didn't need that. We could have cut that out, but it's a good album. Yeah. Should we listen to a clip of Fireworks, I'm the One? Yes, we should. Let's do it. This is a tease. Their newest single and music video, Fireworks, I'm the One. song it's so good yeah and that whole like oh oh, oh, like it's very it's infectious it's catchy and it stays with you I've been humming it all day (laughs) yeah very cool great song good comeback we haven't talked about a tease for a while and we're big fans so it's only appropriate that a tease is the subject for our favorite segment of the show that's right ladies and gentlemen Queendom, it's quiz time. Quiz time. time. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about harmonies. Yeah. Yeah, man. People want any lessons were available. (laughs) I don't know, Charity. We're getting booked up because we're so talented. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the offers for us to write have not stopped. I know. (laughs) I don't know. There's a lot of pressure because... You know, we don't want to put our name on something that's not great, but how I mean, do you yeah. quiz time? How I do you know? I really know. don't know. All right. Well, we'll keep you all updated. But <laughs> as you can see, we're really great at writing jiggles for segments like quiz time. I thought today we were especially on point. Those harmonies were beautiful. Yeah, I agree. Oh, whew. wow. That felt good. Okay. <laughs> 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 that's <a big> quiz. <laughs> 
This week's quiz is called Eat Some Delicious Food from Around the World to Reveal Which a Tease Member Is Your Soulmate. Ooh. The quiz is in the description of the very podcast you're listening to right now. There's a link. Please click it. Play along with us. We'll post it on our Twitter. Comment underneath. Let us know who you got. We love seeing your results. Charity, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Question number one. Pick a food from America, our home. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. We said that. Our home. home. (laughs) America. It's where we live. Once again, I've had too much iced coffee and you were all in for it. I apologize to Charity and everyone else in advance because I am on one day. I I am so caffeinated. I'm like about to go off the walls. All right. Anyways. Uh, And me, who is the easiest laugh in the entire universe. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Back to the quiz. Important stuff. Okay. Hamburger. Buffalo wings, mac and cheese, onion rings, a hot dog, or French fries? Mac and cheese. I will pick French fries. Okay, pick a food from France. Macaroons, a crepe, ratatouille, croissant, (laughs) creme brulee, or lobster bisque. They're all delicious, but I will choose a croissant. I'm going to go with macaroons. Ooh, la la. Okay, pick a food from Japan. Sushi, ramen, udon, sashimi, chicken katsu, or yakitori. I'm going to do sushi. I will choose ramen. Pick a food from Italy. Pizza, spaghetti, tiramisu, calamari, risotto, or gelato. Spaghetti. I'm going to have to go with gelato. Pick a food from Korea. Bimbibop, japchae, sangyutang, gimbap, mandu, or tabaki. I'm going to do tabaki. I'm going to go with japchae. Pick a food from China. Dumplings, spring rolls, hot pot, wonton soup, Chinese lamb stew, or noodles. Noodles. I'm going to do spring rolls. <gasps> Uh-oh. Who did you get? <laughs> I got Wu Young. I knew it. I knew it from that. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, what do we have here? What do we have here? Well, that's good. Uh, congratulations. I'm so, I'm so happy for you two. <laughs> Who did you get? Well, I didn't get Wu Young, clearly. Huh. Interesting. Really interesting stuff happened here today. You all heard it. <laughs> wow. Thinking you know, of people that your team's boyfriend runs off with your podcast co-host. <laughs> interesting. All right. Well, I'll just be with my boyfriend, Mingy, because Mingy and I Ooh. are soulmates. He has good taste in food. Clearly. <laughs> so it's totally fine. I'm with Mingy. And guess what? We're off somewhere else. You guys could be in that bad universe fighting. <laughs> I'm over here. Oh, you guys have fun fighting. We'll be here waiting for you. So it all worked out for me in the end anyway. I didn't mean to pick it. Okay. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> that was just so funny because I knew when you went, oh, no. I was like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> oh my gosh, my cheeks hurt. Oh. <laughs> okay. That was a fun quiz. <laughs> 
again, it's listed in the description. We're going to post it on Twitter. Let us know who you got, unless you're like Charity and you got my boyfriend, <laughs> Will Young. I don't want to know. I don't want to know how many people he's treated with. Ignorance is bliss. I don't need to know. But let us know anyway. I'm just kidding, clearly. Uh, <laughs> too funny. I'm shocked I didn't get sun. That's very depressing. I guess we don't have the same food taste. Not at all. Ever. No. no. Fine. No, and he also doesn't like cheaters, is what he told me. So, <laughs> yeah, He's like that's so awful that you would have the same food taste as Emily's boyfriend. So I don't like you anymore. <laughs> well, oh. that's the rumor. <laughs> oh, why are you so funny? I told you all. I had too much coffee. Apologies. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, it's entertaining know. me. That's what we're here for. <laughs> Let us know your results. Take the quiz with us. I promise we won't get mad. Even if you get Wu Young, obviously he probably has the best food taste. So whatever. <laughs> Let's talk about the Cosmo TikTok challenge. I love these TikTok challenges. I'm not a TikToker. I have the app. I watch things occasionally. I send Emily things and make her watch it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Charity's on TikTok a lot. But uh, I don't think either one of us have filmed ourselves doing TikTok dances. No, right? absolutely okay. not. Nope. Yeah, we're not really TikTokers. No shade if you are. I think some of the stuff's really cool and so fun to watch. I would embarrass myself if I did that. <laughs> but Cosmo, Cosmopolitan Magazine, always does this fun thing with K-pop groups where they give each one a TikTok dance and they give them like a minute to learn it and then record it. And the guys vote on their favorites. Atiz just did it. Check it out on YouTube if you haven't seen it. I love these all the time. I thought this one was super fun. My favorite part, though, they gave Junho Body by Meg the Stallion. Oh, that was the best. I could not stop laughing. I loved it so much. And clearly all the guys did, too, because correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong, but he won. He won. Yeah. Yeah. But again, why do they not show their feet? I don't understand. Well, because TikTok, a lot of times they don't show their feet. TikTok dancing is like your arms. No, I know. I know, but sometimes they yeah. show the feet. Yeah. No, that's true. Anyways, that's my only thing. But it was fun. You guys checked yeah, it out. Yeah, it was funny. Like, I love those. And there's so many. If you're into K-pop, Cosmopolitan has done that with a lot of groups. They're always entertaining. Yeah, check it out. It was good. It was really good. So congratulations to Atiz. Another yeah. really nice comeback. And we want to send our well wishes to Mingy. Hopefully he's back with his group soon. I know. You can feel his presence is missing. I think his personality, it's a nice compliment to the rest of the members. So with mm -hmm. him missing, you feel it when you watch them in the comeback special and everything else. I thought it was really nice that he called in during the comeback special. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see you on stage with your brother soon. Congratulations, Atiz. Amazing comeback. All right, let's move on to a solo artist who used to be in a group that we really enjoy, Monsta X. Wanho is solo now. This is his second mini album. So he's putting out hits. He's putting out a lot of mm -hmm. content for us. The album is called Love Synonym Number Two, Right For Us. So the first one was Love Synonym Number One, Right For Me. Now it's about us. Mm -hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Okay. Interesting. <laughs> the first single is called Lose with an accompanying music video. Let's talk about it. What are your thoughts? Okay. So I love 
any kind of Wanho content. Let's just get that out of the way. I love him and I'm so happy he's back. I really like the slow build at the beginning before the bass hits and he starts singing. And mm-hmm. then I also have to say I love the way he says to you, like the way he sings it, because you expect it to go a certain like either up or down and he kind of dips. Is that yeah. the right word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Di- yeah, no, yeah. That's what you're talking about. And I wasn't expecting it to do that. I was like, ooh, that's a little fun little spin there, Wanho. And that video. I mean, anytime someone's dancing in sexy water, I'm fine with. Like, you're all wet and dancing, mm. Wanho. I will take it. <laughs> so you don't really have to do much in the video. Just dance around in, in water. It. Yeah, just – I'm a fan. <laughs> dance of water. Trudy's like, well, this is the best music video I've ever, I've ever seen. <laughs> Until the next one where they're dancing in water. Or that previous one where they danced in water. I know. All of them. Just give it to me. I love it. <laughs> I thought the water dancing in the video was really reminiscent of Monster X because, mm-hmm. like, there were six dancers with him, mm-hmm. you know? So there's seven guys. It reminded me so much of the alligator. Yeah. I'm of Monster X. A lot of cool outfits and sets and choreography. I liked yeah. the story of the music video. I love seeing idols interact with love interests in music yeah. videos. Can we get more of that, please? It's definitely happening a lot more than it used to. Yeah, no, for sure. And we just talked about it with IM's debut. Mm-hmm. You know, he had that ridiculously sexy, cool music video. And now we get to see Wanho with yeah. a love interest and kind of a story around that. I want more of that. I want to see more of that because so many of these songs are about toxic relationships and yeah. love stories and you don't get to see any of it. The music videos are just the person doing cool choreography, looking beautiful. Like, no, give me the story. I want to see the love story. So I thought that was really cool. And I like that the storyline centered on that. The last album and music video from that one, it was like, these two are meeting up and hooking up. Now there's a relationship. Now there's stuff going on. Now you're She's in not it. happy. Yeah, things aren't going well. Let me pull out my gun on you, buddy. So it's not taking a good turn. It has not <laughs> taken a good turn. No. The relationship was all fun again. About to be a Dateline special. <laughs> he got with the wrong girl and things are <laughs> get a bad turn. Uh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I like the song. I think it's cool. It's very Wanho. He's definitely come into his own on who he is mm-hmm. as an artist. The direction I thought in this album was very clear. Where the first one, it felt like they were still trying out a few different things. Yeah. Not sure where they wanted him to land or where he wanted to land. This album felt a little bit more cohesive for me. We'll kind of get into all of that. I do want to say though, Something that I keep noticing, and this is hard because there's no right or wrong. This is just my opinion. But Wanho is so ripped. Literally, he looks like a professional bodybuilder. It's his favorite hobby. I think it limits his movement a little bit in the choreography. And that's a shame because we know what an amazing dancer he is. But there's just certain movements where if you look at his background dancers and you look at him, they look very different. The background dancers are doing six different moves very quickly. He looks like maybe he did, you know, three and he did all six of the moves, but his body is limiting his movement a little bit. Yeah. That is standing out to me more and more and no way, shape or form is this like body shaming. He looks great and he has a healthy habit he's passionate about. I don't know if it meshes well with dancing. Or that specific kind of dancing. Yes. Yeah. 
If you're like breakdancing, that's one thing. Totally. Like gymnastic moves. Yeah. But the K-pop, they move so fast and it's so intricate. You lose the groove too, the rhythmic hip movements and hitting the beat and all of that stuff. It just doesn't have the same impact, which again, I mean, this probably sounds pretty nitpicky. It's just something that I've noticed now since he became a solo artist that I'm a little bit like, ah, because he is such a good dancer. When he was with Monster X, there's so many of them. It doesn't stand out as much. Yeah. But now I definitely know what you're talking about. Well, and he was smaller. He's gotten so big over the past yeah. year, year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. There's something in there that I don't know. I think maybe they will have to change the style and the choreography because this doesn't showcase what he can do, unfortunately. And no shade. Choreography was cool. But if you're going to use background dancers, it shows the contrast a lot. Yeah. So I think that's also and if it was something. just him alone, you wouldn't notice. Yeah. So I think that's also something to maybe consider. And it's not a bad problem to have. Oh, this guy's in too good of shape. Like, that's not. <laughs> I wish I had that problem. Right. And that's what got in the way of me, like, <laughs> being great at everything. Oh, I'm just too ripped. And in some way, the reason why the background dancers showcase it more, the differences, and him being in a group didn't, is... When you're all dressed the same, when your focus is going left and right into different people, it doesn't stand out as much. But when your focus is solely on him and the background dancers are in different clothes, usually, that kind of always draws attention. More so than when you're in a group and you're in different outfits. And I just wanted to explain why it's more noticeable. I kind of disagree, though. I think it's more noticeable because he's gotten bigger. And his movement, oh, he's gotten so much bigger. If you look at him... Look at Follow. He looks skinny compared to now. He has gotten so big that like it's just limited the movement. That paired with being a solo artist now and the different clothing. Big as in muscly guys, not like as in anything different. Yeah. Yeah, no. He's just- Some people are very sensitive so want to be very like- Oh, he's huge now. Yeah. And like muscles, 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 muscles. muscles, I said like he's a bodybuilder. I started the segment with that. Like he's a- He looks like a bodybuilder. He's so big that like- the movement is very, very limited. That's not me just like making something up. That's something that dancers and kind of movement specialists will talk about. When you develop certain muscles, it can constrict mm-hmm. um, the fluidity of movement. And that's what I'm noticing a lot. So I think that's the issue. And I think they need to maybe adjust the choreography style to play mm-hmm. to his strengths yeah. instead of like the smooth rhythmic stuff that Juan Ho's so good at, do stronger, more powerful movements. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like less of them and more powerful, stronger, instead of intricate rhythmic stuff, because it gets a little bit lost in the shuffle because he's just Mr. Muscles, Captain Korea. I was going to oh. say Captain Korea. <laughs> Captain Korea. He was on the cover of Men's Fitness. Like we're yeah. not making this up. And I really think, again, this sounds like I'm nitpicking. I don't think a lot of people care. Like, he's so hot. People will be mad at me for saying he needs to lose the muscles. <laughs> and I'm not saying that at all. I just think he's gotten to a point where it's noticeably restricting some movement. But I get that. I think it's hard when you devote so much of your time and energy and commitment to what he's done to physically transform his body. So he's not going to want to, like, lose muscle mass at this point. He's going to keep going, I would guess. Yeah. Like you said, they just have to adjust the choreography. Mm-hmm. which is a very easy fix. 
Totally. Just tweak that choreo and showcase the strengths instead of stuff that like, yeah, it just doesn't look as clean or as fluid as some of the background dancers because he's so ripped. So just a, a little two cents on that. But let's get back to the music. It sounds like we both like Lose, the first single. What were your other favorite songs on the album? I really liked Devil. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really good R&B song. It's sexy. Yeah, very sexy. Yeah. I also really, really liked Ain't About You, the yeah. collaboration he did with Kira. I loved their voices together. I thought they just sounded so well together. And I thought it was cool that he had a Western artist on his album. Mm-hmm. That's actually like the first song that he recorded as a solo act. Yeah, that's really cool. They've been sitting on it for this long and he was so excited. I wonder excited why, like just because it didn't know. go with other album maybe? Yeah, maybe, but yeah, I agree. And then I thought it was sweet that he did We Need mm-hmm. for the fans. I thought that was really sweet. And yeah. the lyrics, because we need each other and you're my only one, you keep me alive. When I'm back on the stage and sing this song, will you be there for me again? Like, oh, I want to give you a hug. I know. I, I know. love him. So loyal to us. Yeah, but I think it's also because everyone was so loyal to him when everything happened. We just were like there waiting for him to come back. For sure. The controversy built such a strong bond. Yeah. With all of us. I agree. It just feels like we've got his back through all of this. Mm-hmm. And he appreciates it and reciprocates it, which is so cool. What songs did you like? My favorite song is Ain't About You. Mm. Love. I just Mm -hmm. think it's, yeah. Kiara has such a cool voice. I love her. I haven't heard a lot from her the past couple of years, but she had a song I loved. I think it was called Gold a few years ago. So Mm -hmm. cool. She's really cool. And their voices, they're both so clear and perfect on that song. I love that it's this like sassy and playful duet. Mm Mm-hmm. It just sounds current, cool, and catchy. To me, it's like the standout track. And Spotify put it on their New Music Friday playlist. They didn't put the single. They put that song. Oh, I love that. And usually they don't even put K-pop songs on that. So someone there has taste and that song stood out (laughs) on there. But I love Ain't About You. I also really like We Need. It's just like a feel-good anthem. I love it. I agree with you. The lyrics are great. You mentioned this with Luz, and Wanho does this a lot. He goes to unexpected places. Mm-hmm. As a music fan, how cool is that? That's so exciting. Yeah. And your ear is kind of trained. Okay, now it'll go back down, and it doesn't. Yeah. Or like vice versa. I just love those moments where the melody isn't predictable. Mm-hmm. And even when we need, like when he goes up during the part that's like, you're my only one in the chorus, I love it. It's unexpected. It's such a nice melody great bridge. I just like that song. It's kind of a feel-good song. Even if you don't know the lyrics, the song feels like a happy song. And then you hear the lyrics and it's like, oh, our man, he's always there for us. (laughs) Best Shot has a great bass line. I agree with you, Devil, very sexy. I can't put it into words. There's something about this album that really reminds me of 90s George Michael. Oh, I can hear that. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to put it's not the same sound or I know what you mean though. It's just like a, there's a vibe that's yeah, really vibe. in that pocket. Yeah. That's a really high compliment, by the way. I love George Michael so oh much. God, right. He's amazing. And yeah, there was speaking of using saxophones. I mean, come on. 
<laughs> Back in the Wham days, boy, did he love the saxophone. Yeah. Stuff. But yeah, there's just something in this album where I got that vibe. And I honestly want to say I love the music. I love this album. The whole album's really easy to listen to all the way through. It's a no skip for me. It's great. It's a really, really solid album. I know. I'm so proud of him. Super proud. I think fans that are listening, and everyone can correct me if I'm wrong, but what I've seen on the Twitter feed, which all of you K-pop fans know, this is where stuff happens in real time. Everyone seems pretty frustrated, though, with the lack of promotion from Starship. So Wanho's been promoting the crap out of it on his personal Instagram. He's posting all of these pictures and things to try to drum up some marketing for the album. It's a great album, but I think people are frustrated with the lack of promotion. So that sucks. That's a really crappy thing. Why they wouldn't? I don't know. I'm just wondering, like, it'll be interesting to see where things go for him in the future with the label, because I don't know... I think the marketing for this album has been interesting. I'll put it that way. And I'm not sure their target audience and who they think he is and how they're marketing him. Yeah. If that's going to work or not. And I'm genuinely saying that because I don't know. Like this isn't one of the things where we're like, listen, this is a bad idea because of this. I don't know. It could work. It might not work. I'm not sure. I'm not a massive fan of the styling choices they did for this comeback. There's some outfits that I'm like, ooh. The last comeback, I loved the outfits. This one was just, it was fine. Yeah. Like the hat he wore in the comeback special <laughs> at all. That I, I can't. I didn't like the onesie in the hat. Yeah. That was an interesting look. Wasn't my vibe, but the same point. Again, like, okay, that's one look I didn't like. I didn't like Shiny's outfits and everyone else loved them. So <laughs> I don't think, clearly, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I just, it looks to me like they have a very specific aesthetic uh, that they're yeah. marketing with Wanho now. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that'll work or not. He's a handsome guy. He's in great shape. We'll see. He deserves a lot of credit. These songs are good songs. Yeah. Like, this is a good album. So, love you, Wanho. Can we play a clip? Yeah, yeah. I want to hear it. Let's play Lose by Wanho. Yeah, that's such a cool song. It really it's is. So good. Oh. Yeah, it's a good song. All of his solo stuff I've liked. Yeah. I don't know who's producing these tracks. They sound really, really solid. Good job, Wanho. We love you. Yes, congratulations. We love you. We're rooting for you. We'll promote you. Yes, always. <laughs> Just not in that hat. <laughs> That's the only thing. <laughs> Throwing that hat out the window and the rest of it's going to be perfect. No, even in that hat, we love you, Bonho. We mm-hmm. can. Okay, let's move on to a younger group we haven't talked about on the podcast. They had a comeback this week where they released two songs, kind of reminiscent of what Treasure does, these kind mm-hmm. of like mini comebacks. We're talking about Very, Very. The album is called Series O, Round One, Hall. All right. 
always interesting names. <laughs> They're always so <laughs> long and dramatic. Like right? I love the album names in K-pop. It's never just like very, very, we're here or, you know, right? like that. It's like series O round one hall. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wonder what's um... going on. <laughs> All right. The single is called Get Away. Let's talk about the song, music video. This was our first time kind of vibing with them. What did you think? I liked it. I wasn't blown away at all. <laughs> I liked the concept of the video, I have to say. <sighs> I was really into the story and I very quickly was going down a rabbit hole of the storyline. Yeah. what I thought because it was a little easier to follow what was going on so quickly. I agree. So it's easier to get wrapped up in it because you're like, oh, wait, I get this. I agree. But the song, I wasn't like, it wasn't anything different. It was fine. I liked it. But the video, I was like, okay, now I'm invested. Yeah. Well, it's one of these things like, okay, <laughs> let's say it. If you're a young K-pop group, if you're ready to debut a young K-pop group, give them a storyline from the very yeah. beginning. Because yeah, that's yeah. the way, seriously, that's the way you hook people. Because yeah. like all of these groups are great dancers. All of them are handsome and beautiful. You gave me a dramatic storyline. Who, who am I in? I am so I'm so in. Because so now I know every time I watch one of your music videos, I'm getting more pieces of the plot. Yeah. yeah. You're like what we were talking about with the tease where I'm like, well, then when I read all the lyrics, the story like, together, <laughs> right. and I think they're in this universe. <laughs> it's just like, it's such a fun way to completely nerd out even more over your yeah. favorite K-pop groups. I agree with you. I loved the music video. I thought it was really dynamic and interesting and cool. The song itself, I do like. I think it has like, there's those reggaeton chords again. Mm -hmm. We're hearing that a lot in K-pop yeah. now. Every album has at least one song with those chords. So maybe that's K-pop for 2021. Reggaeton yeah. and solid gold. I'm down. Works for me. Give us that solid gold 80s and a saxophone solo. Yep. You got me. Give me that saxophone. I'm done. That does all three. Solid gold, reggaeton, sax solo. <laughs> That's a number one song. <sighs> oh, and my heart it is. <laughs> well, we know who the front runner for the NKQ Awards 2021. Whoever gives us that song. <laughs> Get ready. Uh, yeah, I like the song and I thought it was a catchy chorus. Definitely like the music video. What about the other song, Numbness? I liked that one a little more. Uh, yep, I yep, really yep. liked the chorus a lot in that song. I thought it was a lot catchier. <laughs> I, I definitely listened to that one more than the other one. Mind you, I watched the video of that one a bunch because I was very invested in the story. But listening, I listened to Numbness more than I listened to Getaway. Same. No, oh, same. Nice. I, Look I, at us agreeing. I love <laughs> Numbness. It's funny. Yeah. I think this is three for three where I we know. both like other songs on the album more than the yeah. I thought Numbness was way better and yeah. I liked it. It was kind of crazy. There was something yeah. about it that was a little bit chaotic, less mm -hmm. polished. It sounds like there was a chainsaw somewhere in it. I <laughs> it. it was like a total crazy in the best way. This is my vibe. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. So I'm interested now in this group because we have a storyline and we have a crazy right. song that I really, really vibed with. So I love that we both liked Numbness. It's just a... I wonder why they're choosing all these groups and Wanho, the songs that they chose as the singles and not what we heard that should be the single. Because we're not A&Ring the project. Yeah, that's why. That's For everyone listening, honestly, we might have to start consulting. 
putting it out there, like yeah. our ear is pretty good. We're <laughs> if we do say so ourselves. <laughs> We call it, well, no, honestly, I think if you listen to our track record, we call out like the hit songs. Look at the downloads on Spotify. Our standout songs are always the ones that end up most successful. So that's true. Putting it out there, we have taste. But yeah, I agree with you. It's weird that like each album, usually I really like the single and then other songs. But this Mm -hmm. week I felt like a lot of them kind of missed with what they released as the single compared to how strong the rest of the albums were with Wanho and Atiz. Very, very. They just put out two songs. So I get it. Maybe Getaway went with their storyline better. Oh, yeah, maybe. I like them, though. I think they're really handsome. They have a good vibe. Right? Okay, we've got to get to our favorite part, everyone. Yes, yes, yes. It's a new group. I mean, Charity and Emily are picking biases and bias records. Woohoo. Oh, Charity will guess horribly what Emily says, per usual. I always get yours, not always, I, I shouldn't say always, we've had a few recently where we picked the same one, where there's been some twists. I'm feeling confident though with this I kind choice. of too. There's a couple that I'm like, there's no way she would pick him. And then there's a couple that I'm like, that's your vibe. So I'm not going to be confident when I say this, but you definitely picked a rapper for your bias or bias wrecker. I'm putting Dong Hyun out there. He's one of yours. <laughs> that's my bias. Yes. <laughs> no for sure I get to the second I saw him he didn't even have to talk I'm like there we go and then he starts rapping I'm like there you go there you go it reminded me of like when we talked about Pentagon the first time I knew in two seconds that's her bias and then it turned out he was a rapper uh, that was like oh I know I threw off for Invicton but normally normally it's Shocked. pretty easy to guess mine. I know. Yeah, that's a big time controversy where we both were like, there's one standout in this group. And we were on total opposite sides. Right. What was oh, fun that was about funny. that one, though, the listeners, Queendom, if you remember, you were on opposite sides too. I think yeah. the results came back like 50 50 or 48 52. Yeah. So the clear, clear yeah. separation and biases in that one. Yeah, but people were very passionate. One of these two is the most important person to this group. Like, it was really funny and fun. Okay, so that's your bias. Yeah, my record is Young Sun. <gasps> yes. What? I just like I, him. That's okay, a good choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. He's really like cute. Snatched by him pretty quickly, but not more so than Dong Hyun. He's a great dancer. He, like, grabs your yeah. focus. He's yeah. a really good kind of front man, center type mm-hmm. of guy. Yeah, I yeah. like him. Min Chan, who is on hiatus right now because of anxiety, he is definitely uh, he's a record stealer. Like I really think he's hot too. No, I agree with you, and I, I love him in other videos. He's yeah, me too, me too, me too. Yeah, yeah, he's a looker for sure. Like he has to be the visual of the group. He's really, really good looking. So yeah, I can see that he might creep in for both of us later. But I did not pick him for my bias or wrecker. I went off this release and this music video. Okay. I'm going to say, and I'll explain why I think this is yours. There was someone who, when I watched this, immediately reminded me of Sungmin from Stray Kids. Sungmin. <gasps> yes. I'm telling you, if you watch this, you'll see it. Gai Hyun, is that your bias? Yes. <laughs> oh my God, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yes. You know who else he reminds me of? Who? Taeyong. He has yeah. a very Taeyong look. It's like if yeah. Sunbeam and Taeyong got put together. Yes, so yes. freaking handsome. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. 
what is Taeyang doing in this music video? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's my bias for sure. Like for sure. But I will say my wrecker is the same as yours. Oh, it is? Oh, yes. It? Yes. Young Sung's my wrecker. I think he's so handsome. He steals focus. He's a great dancer. I don't know what is going on with these chunky highlights. I know they're making a comeback. It's like very early aughts. We had Taemin and then Woo Young right now is mm-hmm. and Young Sung. Yeah. Stripey, thick, chunky highlights. It's what's going on in K-pop, everyone. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's probably a trend I'm not going to try. Yeah. Something I'm not going to do well, right now. If you listen to a lot of Gen Z children, people, kids, <laughs> they are recycling a lot of stuff from the early 2000s. Yeah. So it does not surprise me that, you know, how the pants are going back there these days, that the hair is soon to follow. So this is very uh, of the time of the early 2000s. So For sure. And that's clearly where things are trending to. I will not be jumping on board with the low-rise pants. Just going to put that out there. So I'm not a fan. There's a reason that stayed there. (laughs) But you know what? Have at it. You need to learn your lesson like we did. You know what? Have fun. (laughs) Yeah. Have have fun with those huge flare jeans that get get soaked in the rain. Yeah. It's not fun, you know. Butt cracks hanging out when you bend over. Have fun. (laughs) <laughs> but for some reason these chunky highlights on these guys it's actually working for me like yeah, yeah. not my favorite look but they still um, all look really handsome and it's kind of cool yeah. so we had like remember when young one from monster x he had those big yellow streaks in the front mm-hmm. last yeah. year and then jenny from blackpink did it like a month yep. later yep. now it's transitioned from not just two big dramatic stripes in the front of your face now we're gonna do stripes throughout your hair so yeah you know trend center young one as usual young one that man just had to bring him up for no reason we're not talking about them this week we're talking (laughs) about very very i genuinely like this group i think they have a lot going for them they're young they have a cool concept i mean they just debuted they debuted two years ago 2019 Mm -hmm. so they're a pretty young group I just like them. I don't know. I like their vibe. Yeah. And again, that numbness song was so crazy in the best way. I was like, ooh, I love this. Love. <laughs> I'm here for it. And they're one of the most handsome groups upon first glance, I think, of the groups we've talked about recently. Like top to bottom, they're a good looking group. Yeah. Here for it. I love that we have the same record. I know. I love it. I love when that happens. Yeah. I feel like we both stayed to type in yeah. this Charity usually goes for rappers. I go for singers. And then the wrecker will both kind of go sometimes for the same wrecker. We'd have a lot of similar wreckers for sure. And then total opposite biases. Biases, yeah. (laughs) Sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like us. (laughs) For for the wrecker, we're like, yes, he is perfect. And the bias, it's like, oh, how can you like him over this one? (laughs) What? Crazy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, very, very, very cool. I think we should play a clip. I agree. Completely agree. Let's play a clip of the very cool, very, very, this is Getaway. Get 
Catchy. I still like numbness better, but you know, it's fine. I do too. I couldn't have said it better. <laughs> it's good. It's catchy. <laughs> not my favorite song, but it's not bad at all. And this yeah, is a relatively yeah. young group with tons of potential. Yeah, for sure. Don't sleep on very, very people. They've got the it factor. I think mm-hmm. maybe I'm just taken away by their handsome faces, but yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. They're also ridiculously <laughs> good looking in case we haven't mentioned that. But I do think they're genuinely talented and they have a lot of potential. So congratulations to them. We will keep a lookout for what they do next. I'm excited. Yeah. Look at us liking everyone this week. I know. It doesn't always happen. Usually we hate everything. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. No, but I agree. We had similar takes this week and we genuinely liked a lot of this stuff. So what a happy, positive week for us and for these artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Oh, it's so painful when you don't like something and have to that give an honest review of like, I dread that when that happens. Me too. I'm nervous oh. on those nights that we record because I know I'm about to give a bad review. Ugh, no yeah. one likes to do that. Maybe there's some jerky critics out there, but I genuinely think most people want to like what they're hearing. You know, we don't yeah. go into it rooting against a group or a person and can't wait to say this was bad. Not at all. Like that's awkward to have to say this didn't work. But we always give our honest opinions. And luckily for everyone this week, everything seemed to work. This was a nice week for music. Check out all of these artists. If you haven't, there's a playlist of all the songs that we mention in the episode in the description. Click the link, Spotify playlist for you. Little listening companion for the podcast. But let's move on to our reality shows. There's always a bunch of reality shows happening in K-pop world. And when our favorite groups do them, we have to talk about them every week. So it's really fun to break them down. Unfortunately, this week, there was not a Stray Kids SKZ code. (sighs) (laughs) I can't. There's a lot of like crazy bullying allegations going on in the K-pop community. It's not only K-pop stars. A lot of actors from K-dramas are also caught up in scandals I think it's a little fishy when there'll be like 17 allegations in a month. And I would just say to everyone listening, just use common sense. Maybe wait until the facts are out from both sides before rushing to judgment. I don't blame you if that's the way you operate, because clearly that's the way things operate in Korea. Hanjin was accused of a ridiculous bullying incident when he was 11 or 12 years old. And they canceled all this stuff and they kind of put him on the sidelines. To me, it's ridiculous. And the story came out. It turns out it was false. Hunjin still Shocker. apologized. He still released an apology for ever hurting people. And his actions at that age, you know, affected people negatively. He was sorry. And still, JYP decided to pull him from his MC duties this weekend. SKZ code is not happening. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's unfair. It's so unfair. It's so unfair because first of all, and we're talking specifically about this instance, but like if you're going to accuse people of bullying you when you were in middle school, okay, so now you're going to get canceled for something you said when you were 11 or 12 years old. You're a kid. These are kids getting in playground fights. Like, I'm sorry, but to me, 
that's ridiculous. I don't think we hold people accountable as adults for something they did when they were 11 years old. No. To me, that's just ridiculous. Bullying, obviously, when people take it to extremes, fine. I get that. I get why people are sensitive. However, children need to learn how to work things out. Children need to learn a lot. I feel like when you are in school, there's a lot you kind of learn and your social interactions get worked out, like just your formative years, you know? So you test boundaries, you rebel, you do whatever kids do. Like we all were stupid and did dumb things or had dumb things done to us. Like I definitely was teased when I was younger. Whatever. It made me a stronger person for it. Yeah. You're not right now going on Twitter and saying, I went to school with that person. They were mean to me when we were in sixth grade. I don't okay. give a crap. Like, okay. Like, cares. yes, thank you. You know, like, I want to be careful what we're saying here because I think in their culture, it is a massive deal. They cancel people for that. They literally will cancel them for it. I mean, we saw what happened. It wasn't bullying, but I thought the allegations against Wanho weren't a big deal at all. And he got kicked out of his group. So I just think that if I don't know how crimes are yeah are committed in other countries and how they do things but this is based on our experience in the United States when you're under a certain age you're not held accountable to the same degree that an adult is because you are a child and you haven't quite learned everything yet or consequences or what things mean or anything that's why if you commit a crime when you're a child it's treated differently than if you were an adult Yep. So I'm just saying that if they did something as an adult, 1000% hold them accountable. It's a different 100%. Story. It's yeah. a different story. Completely agree. But if someone does something and they're now an adult and they're not continuing the behavior, clearly they've learned as you do as a child, and that's what your children years are for, to learn things and to grow, then why rehash it? Well, I'll tell you, it's cloud chasers. These people love being the center of attention and getting all of this sympathy because, and everyone's saying, well, why would they lie about it? Because they're getting attention. It wasn't an issue till now that this person's really famous at the height of their career. Hmm. And I wouldn't even go so far, shocker, to say there's other people behind this. But these people don't just randomly sit there and say, I'm going to put out an allegation to get attention. There's other people pulling the strings to orchestrate targeted attacks against specific idols in specific groups on specific labels. Yeah. All I'm going to say about it, I just implore all of our listeners before you start retweeting allegations and saying this person's canceled, you can't believe they would do this. Just like take a step back, use some critical thinking. Mm -hmm. Why would this person do this now? What's the real evidence? A text message saying something happened is an evidence. I'm sorry. No, Just that they were in class together and there's proof that they took the same class. That's not evidence. No. Think about real evidence that proves somebody did something before you throw them under the bus, before you put these idols through. You ruin their life. Exactly. It's emotional turmoil that can have deadly consequences. So yeah. all of you need to chill like the keyboard warriors on Twitter calling people horrible names and saying that they need to be kicked out of their group. Just relax because I see that so much when these allegations come out, but I rarely see apologies. No. And then those people are just back to being their biggest fan and they never say a word. And it's like, ah, come on, you guys, that's not fair. To 
have the bullying behavior of what you're exactly. accusing someone else exactly. of doing. Exactly. A little hypocritical. A little. Thank you, Charity. I'm just exactly. saying. Exactly. So you're upset that this person was such a horrible bully when they were middle school. You're grown and on Twitter and bullying them. Yeah. That's not fair. That's not right. Yeah. Everyone just needs to chill. I think all these accusations are insane. When you have this many in a month, there's something mm-hmm. else going on here. And there's also that believe all victims. I keep my mouth shut till the evidence from both sides has come out. Yeah. And then I draw my own conclusion. <laughs> That's all we're saying. Let's not jump on the bandwagon. This one, I mean, he's already been proven innocent of what they said he did. So I feel horrible for Stray Kids and Hanjin. Hopefully they'll be back in the public eye soon. Yeah. And we'll get an SKZ code episode next week. It was a shame to see that he isn't the only idol, one of our favorites that's been affected. I was so excited to watch Jaehan from NCT. You know, his like new K-drama was coming out last weekend. I was so ready for it. And they postponed the release because the female lead was accused of bullying. It's just like, oh my goodness. It's it's the way the agencies and those people respond to the accusations. If they would just say, all right, we're investigating it. We'll take appropriate action if needed and continue on. It wouldn't be this big deal. But instead they like cancel everything. They make the idol hide while they like investigate. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I feel bad for them. We wonder why they all have to take breaks for anxiety so much. Oh my gosh, could you imagine? To be falsely accused of anything is horrific. Yeah. Because that will stay with them no matter what. It doesn't matter if they're proven innocent. If you search their name, that's going to come up. So there's like huge consequences to this stuff and it would be super stressful. So we want to send a lot of love to all these idols that have come through it the past couple of weeks because it's been a lot. This isn't like one or two people. This has been an insane month in K-pop. So just sending good vibes and asking everyone to refrain from sharing their opinion and tweeting at these idols and these groups until the whole story has come out. So anyways, no SKZ code, but we did have a new episode of Wavy Wavision. Yay, saves us. The boys from Wavy getting ready for their comeback. In a couple of weeks, we have so many comebacks. The middle of March is insanely stacked. So I'm really nervous how we're going to juggle that on like one episode because there's one week that we're going to be overwhelmed with a lot of big time comebacks. And one of those will be Wavy. So the wavy kind of winter Olympics continued this week. What do you think of these episodes? There were two episodes. They are so funny. First off, 10 is so hilarious. He is so competitive. He's so competitive. 10. Oh my needs gosh. To chill a little bit. Like, and then it's so funny on the extremes. He's competitive. And then Kuhn is just endearing. <laughs> I love I just love that he's like not an athlete and he admits yeah. it and he's not gonna be good at this stuff. And then like when it was gonna be one person was left out and not picked, I thought it was so sad and adorable how he <laughs> it was like, it's gonna be me. So I'll just say now. Oh, I love him. <laughs> I know. He's very likable. I think it's clear that Lucas and Ten are the best athletes. And all of yes. this stuff that we've watched, those two seem to be the athletic kind of champions. 10, though, yeah, competitive is a nice word for it. (laughs) I'm going to go as far as to say they had to do that, like, sportsmanship pledge at the beginning because of him. (laughs) 
Right. Because every single talent, she does shady stuff. Like the first one, when they had to use the poles while they sat on a yeah. sled, he changed his position because he could body check people that way. And that's exactly <laughs> what he did in the final competition. In uh, this one, he's immediately saying, push him out of bounds if he comes near you. Like right? giving his teammates instructions. Like 10 is a little bit savage for like a fun competition. If I was in a group with him, that would be rough. I would be getting so mad during these competitions. Like, dude, chill uh, out. It's just that reality show. Like, you win snacks. You're not, like, winning, like, <laughs> so <laughs> you get so competitive with this stuff. I'm like, oh, I get his Ted. He's so funny. I really love Lucas and Winwin. They're roommates, and you can tell they're really good friends. They always choose each other, and I love that. Lucas does that because he's clearly like super athletic and kind of a superstar mm-hmm. of all this stuff. And Win-Win's not as I think he's fine, but he's definitely not like Ten and Lucas. Yeah, he's always watches out for his roommate and teams up with him and helps him. And I think it's just very, very endearing. They were really cute on the latest episode of Win Vision, Win-Win's YouTube channel. Ten was on a couple weeks ago, and that was a really fun episode. They did like flexibility challenges, <laughs> like strangely uh, super flexible dancers but his one with lucas was very endearing if you guys haven't checked it out and you're a fan of either one of those wavy members i would recommend it it's good so fun good episodes and i like having the professional mc i think it brings mm-hmm. a different level to the show yeah really smart like well done by the production but wow they were freezing that snowstorm was serious right <laughs> like that would be hard to film all of this stuff outside when it's freezing and then you've got the snowstorm so it looks like next week they have to move inside because the weather got so bad because like when he was trying to like feed them the, the snacks they won the tent was falling over and stuff from the wind it was pretty serious serious conditions for this fun reality show poor wavy <laughs> So yeah, we will definitely be watching next week. And hopefully we have some Stray Kids SKZ code to talk about. We shall see. All of the bullying allegations aren't even the biggest drama going on in the K-pop world this week, Charity. Oh my nope, goodness. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> there is a mess with Spotify. And <sighs> we kind of alluded to this when we talked about Spotify going into Korea a couple weeks ago. It's exciting, but it would be interesting to see how this plays out because there's a licensing issue and we knew a lot of songs automatically for Korean listeners wouldn't be on Spotify. Things got worse. (laughs) Um, Yes, they did. They affected me personally. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So what happened is Kakao, it's a music publishing company and they own Mm -hmm. the publishing rights to tons and tons of K-pop groups. None of the big four, I call them the big four now, you know, the big three, you have SM, JYP, YG. Big hit to me is clearly right there. So I'm calling them the big four now, big hit. So none of those labels are affected in this because they didn't have a publishing deal with this company. Almost every other label in K-pop did. Where this gets tricky is the company that owns this company is Melon, if I'm not mistaken. Mm Mm-hmm. Melon's the Spotify of Korea in a lot of ways. So that would be like if Warner Music Publishing was owned by Spotify. So Spotify then comes out and does this big move. What Kakao did, they took all of the music off of Spotify for everyone, not just in Korea, for all of the international listeners. They took every single group and solo act, every artist, 
that they own the publishing rights of, they took them off Spotify. I think this is happening because Mellon is upset that Spotify came into Korea and they're going to try to take a market share of what Mellon has. I understand it. I get it. I'm guessing that Spotify didn't pay them enough when they were negotiating. Both sides kind of had different explanations of what's happened. Completely opposite explanations. Yeah. (laughs) Blaming the other side. Yeah. But it's clear they've been negotiating for a long time. And Cacao, or I'm sorry for mispronouncing it. I think it's Cacao. I don't know. We're not pronouncing this right, probably. We looked it up. We really couldn't find a definitive (laughs) pronunciation yet. (laughs) They definitely didn't get the amount of money they wanted from Spotify. Mm -hmm. Spotify went ahead and launched in Korea. And now this is a big kind of F you to Spotify saying like, maybe this works everywhere else, but here you're going to play our game or we're taking all of these artists off Spotify. I understand it. It's a bold move. I think what's really, 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 really frustrating is Spotify isn't hurting through this. No, the artists and the fans artists are getting so screwed because they get paid on streams. So it's super dramatic what happened. And all of a sudden, all of this music was off Spotify. So like the acts include people like Monster X, Seventeen, BTOB, Cravity, Idol, Golden Child, IU, Luna, Victon, The Boys, Zico. I mean, like major Mama Moo. It's so many. And for some of them, they're just gone. If you go on right now and try to listen to Victon on Spotify, there's nothing. For other people, it's different. Like for Monster X, it's all the music before 2018. So that's a huge chunk of their catalog. The bottom line is it sucks. Like my playlist was massively affected. Let me just tell you, like (laughs) I probably lost at least 30 songs. Yeah. And it makes me so angry because... I curated that playlist as I listened to it. Like as the years have gone on, my playlist has grown based on what I like. Yeah. If they add it back, all I ask is that they can somehow find some algorithm to just add it back to everyone's playlist that had it because I can't remember every single thing that I added. I just know the number of how many songs I had before and how many I'm less now. And I know certain artists that I know for sure I had on there. Like I had a bunch of old Mamamoo, which is all gone. A bunch of old Monster X, Victon, obviously, Luna. Like every all those things I had on there, all gone. It's so, so, so frustrating. (sighs) I don't know a K-pop fan that wasn't livid. Yeah. And this is just angry. also a huge business move and kind of a whoa move in the music scene. So this has happened before with a specific company. It happened with another streaming service and... All of the music was eventually put back on. To me, this is just them saying, give us more money. It's almost like, I don't know. It feels shady. At the same point, I get it. It's business. But the artists are being so affected. I saw one stat that said that 17 went from a billion streams to 272 million (gasps) in a day. Wow. In a day. Because think about it, they're off like Spotify. For artists like them who have such a large international fan base... That's a killer. So these artists are losing so much money. Epic High just came out with an amazing comeback. And this happened to them. It's really frustrating. Yeah. You work so hard on an album, you put it out internationally, K-pop's taking off. And now you do this. This is huge news in the music world and in K-pop. And it's so frustrating for the artists. And this is like a bigger thing that happens so much in entertainment and creative fields. The creator, the artist, 
the actor, the musician, their career gets ruined because of the behind the scenes stuff on the business side that nobody really understands. It's just such a shame because like they have nothing to do with this. Yeah. And it seems like a huge conflict of interest as well. Like, again, I was saying it'd be like if Spotify owned Warner Publishing. So Warner took all of those artists' songs off of Apple. It's like, I kind of hate how it works. I have a feeling this will get resolved. But for everyone who had those playlists, you're not going to have it back in order. Like, it's not going to be... I feel your frustration, Charity, because that sucks. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a frustrating Years. thing. Years. Years of curating it. Yep. Years. Anyways. Yeah. So we hope for everyone, <laughs> for us, for K pop fans, especially all of our favorite artists, we hope this gets resolved soon. It really sucks. And the timing couldn't be worse with K pop taking off internationally and in the West. So, uh, Spotify, Thanks, Spotify, you went into their territory. Just give them what they want and shut right. up. Don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> news. Um, Rose, Blackpink. We've talked about her quite a bit recently after that Blackpink concert. Everyone knows she's got a huge solo debut coming. And now we have a date. March 12th is the solo debut we're gonna get an album single music video all that good stuff excited to see what she does with it i wasn't crazy about what i saw in the concert but i have a feeling a lot will be tweaked and it'll probably be a really great comeback so Mm -hmm. yeah excited to see that j-hope from bts he released a new version of blue side really cool and i noticed on it there's artwork right and you could see different Mm -hmm words and phrases within the artwork so i think it's probably a safe guess that he is releasing a new mixtape soon that's my guess i hope so yeah yeah bts speaking bts they're going to perform for music on a mission it's a virtual benefit concert for music industry workers affected by covid which is really cool i believe like the grammys are putting it on it's going to be kind of a before that type of thing but other artists performing at the event are like John Legend and Haim, Usher, Bruce Springsteen, Stevie Nicks. Like, it's going to be great. So that's a big deal. Congratulations to them. It's a cool organization. A lot of mm-hmm. people that work in the concert industry, you know, it's these are contract gigs or part-time gigs. So with concerts not happening, a lot of people have been out of work for almost a year now. And this gives them some money in their pockets. BTS already, they donated to Live Nation did something early in mm-hmm. over the summer. And I know BTS gave like a million dollars for that, which was really yeah. cool. So that's awesome. They continue to kind of be the good guys and keep stepping up, which is I'm sure really appreciated by everyone in the industry. It's just cool to show respect to people that way. Cause there's a lot mm-hmm. of people that put on these amazing stadium shows for BTS and other artists. What else is going on in the news? Uh, Super Junior, we've talked about their comeback that's been pushed back so many times. We got a little angry about it, but I think this time it's happening, Charity. March 16th, Super Junior is coming back and they release pictures for the upcoming release. The first song is called House Party. So I like the title. That sounds fun. Let's go to a party. I'm here. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's a highly anticipated comeback. And that's one of those weeks that's going to be stacked. So we're excited. You know, we'll talk about it. Hopefully your favorite song is on the album. I hope so. <laughs> uh, 
Sorry, I laughed, but Charity kept getting so mad. She's like, I can't find this on Spotify. I love this I song. Just release the album because I want to hear the song. They performed it a couple times too back yeah. in December, and I was so excited. And I went to go look to add it to my playlist, <laughs> and it is nowhere to be found. Uh, Three yep. months later. Yep. So blame Spotify hopefully, or the pushback, but hopefully, right? <laughs> hopefully it's on the album. If not, then I don't know. I'll be <laughs> tweeting. <No. laughs> if not, you're going to hear about it on the podcast for sure. I think that's safe to say. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's all we have for news this week. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that's happened that we didn't talk about, but we can't stay on the air for five hours. (laughs) (laughs) We've given you enough information. We've overloaded your brains enough for one week, I'm sure. So now let's get to a fun part of the show. It's time for song of the week. Charity, what's your song of the week? Take me home by a tease. Okay. This is two weeks in a row or not. No, it's not two weeks in a row. No, it isn't. I take that back. It's not. We picked different songs last week. Okay. Yes. But two weeks but ago, we, we picked the same two song. Two weeks ago, we picked the same song, yeah. We're doing it again. My song of the week is Take Me Home, a tease. That's clearly the standout song of this week. Yeah. Congratulations to them. Just killing it. Another amazing comeback. Thank you all for being here with us. Thank you for welcoming us into your lives. We're so happy to be a part of it. If you're not following us, please give us a follow on social media, NYC, K-pop queens, Join the queendom. We'd love to have you. And thank you to our loyal listeners, to our friends who join us every week. We love you and we're so grateful to have you. So thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We really, really, really appreciate all of the love and support. It's amazing. We have such a cool community going with this and it's just awesome. We love you guys so, so much. So slide into our DMs, friend us. That's why we're doing this. We'll friend you back. We want to be friends. We hope you all have an amazing weekend. Stay safe, have fun, and we will be here next week. We will talk to you next week. Love you guys so much. Bye.